Well, the question for episode 14 is, how is your relationship going? Because of the subject matter, I feel it could be slightly fiery. Love is in the air. Oh, please stop singing that song. And the height of the commitment reveals the depth of the challenge. As an individual, but also as a couple, you need an ultimate that is driving the immediate. You need a shared vision. Uh, We've had lots of arguments. We've had lots of debates. We've had lots of disagreements. Discussions. You know, children, they are not the glue to the marriage. They cannot be the thing that keeps you together or fixes Mm. it. Welcome back to The Winning Life. My name is Gareth Morgan. I'm Leanne Morgan. And we welcome you to our conversation where we want you to participate. We're covering questions that have a relevance to everyday life. And so we'd love to hear from you as we discuss this. There are comments, sections in the areas that you're watching this or listening to this, or there's an area for you to feedback on the podcast. Why don't you let us know what this conversation means to you? Well, we're going to be covering a subject that I think is going to be really interesting and really help lots of people. But before we do, how are you doing, Mrs. Morgan? I'm doing all right, thank you. Good, good, good. Just went for an icy run. Yeah, it's freezing today on the day that we're recording. It is very, very cold. Unexpectedly, I didn't realise it was going to be quite so chilly. And I had that thing where you get back from an ice environment mm. and your body is itching <laughs> an ice environment and ice I, I often nip into an ice What's environment an ice? Is that like iceland the supermarket or <laughs> snowy peaks of snowdonia just a very cold place or space <laughs> an ice environment i like that yeah well i went into that and uh, yeah. i came in and my body was red and itching mm. and it was is, it, is that chill blains when you, you've gone quickly from cold to hot and then your body's like yeah still trying to keep you warm but then you get too warm and then you get all it do you get chill blains because you I often go from cold to hot <laughs> hilarious hilarious <laughs> it's 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 a thing that happens i get it a lot in my hands and feet because my hands and feet are often cold so yeah yeah, yeah. but anyway the itching has stopped i'm Good. glad to say and uh <laughs> <laughs> but this conversation is going to be red hot it's not going it? to be ice cold. Yes, it will be because of the subject matter. Yeah, I feel it could be slightly fiery. I was thinking. I was thinking more from the point passionate. of view of passionate. <laughs> oh my word! Wow, we've come into this conversation with two completely different Oops. expectations of the outcome. Not I'm thinking this is going to increase our <laughs> love for another. Love is in the air. Oh, please stop singing that song. You You see, on the day that we are recording it, it is actually Valentine's Day. Love is in the air. Right, you need to stop now. Um, Otherwise, it's going to come to a very abrupt end. I used to like that song. Um, Yes, so we thought, go on, what were you going to say? I was going to say, you mean that didn't enhance it? Because it was personalised, bespoke? No, you have a way, and this is interesting because you are musical. Very musical, actually. Um... We are a musical couple. We are. La, 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 la. However, you are not proving that point right now. And every song that you sing, you manage to ruin. (laughs) Every time we sing Happy Birthday. I'm a frustrated music artist. I'll have you know. Mm. Uh, We have video footage of every one of our kids' birthdays when you sing Happy Birthday through the last 20 years. You've wrecked every single rendition of Happy Birthday by just making putting a Gareth spin on it. 
Anyway. I can't leave anything the same. It has to be different. Uh, it's it's, it's a gift. Just, it's also a curse, I feel. Some things just should be left the way they are and just appreciated for that. They don't need embellishment, especially from you. You know what I was <laughs> saying about letting us know your comments? Let, <laughs> let us know if you want to hear a little bit more of my singing and my musical talent. Go on. Go on, that would really encourage me and really frustrate yes. Leanne. So, yeah, no, uh, go we're on. not definitely not. We we actually want to grow this, not to uh, sack it off. So, um, <laughs> let's yeah, get into the we'll get... Uh, subject matter then, because people are sat there thinking, "Well, I want to know what the the question is." Well, the question for episode fourteen is, "How is your relationship going?" So, how is your relationship <laughs> going? It was going great till about five minutes ago. So I think it's important to clarify this is obviously we're going to be talking about marriage, but also if you're just in a, a kind of romantic relationship or you want to be in a relationship in the future. Yeah, and this absolutely. is important. I remember before I met you when I was a, a youngster, um, I remember back then that actually I wanted to learn about what to do when I was in a relationship and how to get it right. So if you're not in a relationship right now, but you want to be in the future, this is still for you. You can take some notes right now. And I think it is important to unpack this because, let's face it, what we tend to do is we tend to form our thoughts on a subject mm. by what we're being fed. Yeah. And not necessarily what we go out and kind of critically True. work through and take <clears throat> apart and understand for ourselves. And we all can be guilty of that yeah. in different ways and different things. And so, you know, we can sometimes build up our, our picture of how a relationship should be based upon what we've seen in a movie, mm. what we've seen in a Netflix series, what we've yeah. seen on a soap opera, on, on a TV channel. Soap opera. Soap opera. <laughs> I was soap trying to be inclusive of all generations listening to this operas? right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, like y your EastEnders. Yeah, no, I know. It just, doom, 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 it just sounded doom, funny doom, to doom. hear you saying soap opera. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, we, we, you get the idea. I do get the yeah, idea. Yeah, we can form our opinion based upon those things. Mm. Or that and we base it upon our own experience, which, again, can be helpful or it can hinder us because True. we may have a great example of a relationship that we've grown up in, that we've had mm. modeled to us, or, again, adversely, we've got a lot of baggage because we've been hurt and yeah. we've been damaged because of an environment that has been created by a toxic relationship. So yes. I really think this is a, well, it's a huge subject. So I think we'll do our best in the time that we have. But there's so yeah. much more to this. And I think we'll probably uh, talk more about this in the future. But yeah, let's go for it. Well, I'm definitely suggesting that you don't base your thoughts and opinions on soap operas because you'll probably end up with a lot of heartache a few dramas along the way it's uh, <laughs> absolutely and and it's true some people look at that and think that that's how life should be you know like a film or a movie or you know it's a netflix series or whatever oh my relationship has to be like that hollywood is good at creating um a, fic a fictitious picture fictional picture not actually how life should be so it's important that we have these conversations because otherwise you go into like you were saying you go into a relationship with an expectation that's actually wrong and then you end up being disappointed or hurt or just frustrated so it's yeah it's not it's not as it is in the movies i mean when when in our kind of courting days courting and in, in <laughs> how old are you 
<laughs> oh my days yeah, and in those early early stages yeah you know i was waiting for the guy with the saxophone to turn up you know <laughs> yeah like <laughs> you know because they were always there in the movies you know what i mean like you'd be kind of exchanging pleasantries oh you know what, what, how old are you exchanging pleasantries I know. right we were not courting and we did not exchange pleasantries well, and there was no guy with a saxophone <laughs> definitely you know no, uh. but I know what you. I know what you mean. You can yeah. base it like on a Disney, Disney story, um, and our I'm, level of expectation. Won't, and again, this is and what we're going to look at here is, this is through the lens of relationships. But mm. I think relationships reveal something about the state of us as human yeah. beings. You know, we're all imperfect human beings. Nobody listening to this is perfect. Has made it is the finished product, mm. and so it, when we look at this area, when we look at our finances, when we look at our health we look at our treatment of others, it reveals some core issues to yeah. us. And I think relationships particularly, and, and particularly when it comes to a person that we commit ourselves to, you know, for life. I don't think anybody goes into a long-term relationship, you know, kind of not thinking mm. this is for life or this has the potential to be for life. And so that's quite a commitment. And the height of the commitment reveals the depth of the challenge. Now, we have to understand that because I think what we do is we go into a relationship in our default position. And as human beings, our default position is we're selfish. Yeah. Now, you may hear that and think, I don't think of myself as selfish. I like to see myself in a good light. Well, I'm here to say that unless we're brutally honest with the real root issues in our lives then we'll be papering over the mm. cracks. And we all fight against selfishness and self-centeredness. And so I think we all tend to go in, in our subconscious at the very least, believing that, you know, for me to you, that, okay, Leanne is here to add to my life. She's there to enhance my life. And yes, I'm there to, to go put a smile on her face, but ultimately it, it's going to add to my life. Mm. And, and that approach, now the reality is, it will add to my life, but I don't go in it yeah, for that for purpose. That, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. is a subtle but yet huge difference. Would yeah. you agree? I agree, because I think otherwise you are um, constantly looking to get. And if every if both parties are just looking to get, nobody's going to receive anything. Yeah. Um, you know, it's that very one-way street. So I think that is true. And, and you know, when you go into... Um, a relationship at the start, you're kind of blindsided. You know when they talk about, you know, blinded by love or love is yeah. blind or, you know, you're kind of in that honeymoon phase where everything is kind of brand new and that's brilliant and that's exactly how it should be, you know, in the early stages. But then, then real life hits and you have to go beyond hearts and flowers and feelings and, you know, all of that to, to commitment. But if you if you start it off with, how is this person going to make me feel? Mm. I want to just be in a relationship because it's a status thing. Some people do that. Oh, I haven't got a partner yet. I haven't got a boyfriend. I haven't got a girlfriend, wife, husband, whatever. Your significant other cannot be a status symbol. Cannot be just, oh, you know, I want to go into that part of my life now. No, it's all about what I can contribute, what I can bring, mm. how I can place value on the other person regardless of what I get in return, regardless of how they treat me. Now, at the same time, 
we're not saying here to be a doormat you know where you just like let people walk all over you treat you badly where they're just getting all the time and you're giving all the Mm, time it works both ways um because that's where i think people fall into a lot of trouble particularly at the start when you really like somebody and you'll do anything for them if the other person is not on the same wavelength and not on the same level they will just use you um so you know it needs to be a kind of a a two-way street it needs to be both both parties are working together and having that that honest conversation right at the very start and I think when we we were very young when we got together obviously but we were adults obviously um but I appreciate the the conversation the honest conversations we had from day one with each other about our expectations our plans for our life even because you know I didn't want to kind of get into a relationship that two years down the road we actually wanted very, very different things. So I think it was, you know, I really value those important initial conversations that, look, this is where I, where I want to go in my life. This is what I want to do. If that is something that you want to, you know, you think that that's what you want as well, then great. Because if not, let's save a lot of heartache now and just be friends. Mm. Um, but we did. We, we wanted the same things and we worked on that. So Yeah, and I think we've talked about this in <coughs> previous episodes. You know, you, as an individual, but also as a couple, you need an ultimate that mm. is driving the immediate. Yeah. You need a shared vision. And I'm amazed at the amount of people who I think they think they have a shared vision, but can't articulate yeah. that shared vision. Now, I'm not saying that to make anybody feel bad. It's just a reality. Yeah. And let's face it, it never feels urgent to get an ultimate picture, to get a vision for our lives as an individual mm. or as a couple, as a team. Yeah. But yet the reality is without that vision, it is creating immediate problems. Any problems that you're experiencing in the immediate will be a result of the fact that the ultimate picture is not clear. Yeah. Because in that ultimate picture of the future is not only a picture of what we're working towards, but it's also who are the people that we have to become. Yeah. Immediately by recognizing that, that, we're saying we're not the finished product. Yeah. We're saying, okay, actually, this is a shared vision. And I'm going to speak about us now. Leanne has an integral role to play in the shaping of who I am. Now, the problem comes when I come into a relationship and I try and make Leanne like the person I want her to be. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and shape her based upon what I feel I need now. Mm. But the the challenge with that, well, there's two challenges with that. Number one, who am I to say who she should be? And number two, I don't want her to be who the person I think she should be now. I want her to work towards the person that our vision mm. demands that she become and the vision that demands that I become. And so what I know in our relationship is, you know, and we, we, we've had loads of arguments. I mean, Have I we? listen. Yeah, loads of arguments. I don't remember. No, 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 no. But eventually <laughs> she's uh, discovered that I'm right. But um, no, uh, we've had lots of arguments. We've had lots of debates. We've had lots of disagreements. I like to call them discussions. Discussions of yeah. varying volumes. And, uh, but we've had them. Uh, but again, why is that? Because it, we're on a building site. Mm. We, our relationship is on a building site. It is not a penthouse relationship where everything is pristine and perfect maybe one day we'll get to the penthouse level of our relationship but the reality is we're in the construction process 
And so, why are you laughing? <laughs> it's just I'm being so serious. Much. I'm building up a serious point, and you're laughing. There's so much I <laughs> want to say. We have a little disagreement <laughs> right now, just to demonstrate. This is all just dem- demonstrative purposes. It's just when you, yeah, no, carry on. It's fine. There was so much I wanted to say when he said one day there'll be perfection. I was like, well, we're fifty percent there. <laughs> I'm joking. No, it's not true. I am not perfect by any stretch. That's because you're judging that based upon the immediate. It is a <laughs> false judgment. <laughs> no, you're right. It is a building site. It's a work in progress. Um, and actually, it's never the finished article because the minute we go, oh, that's oh. it, we're done, then we literally are done. I think the whole point is it's we continue to learn and grow together until the end of our lives. And um, and I do think about, you know, early on in, in our marriage particularly, and we've been married 23 years this year. Mm. I'm not old enough because I only feel about 25. Um, <laughs> but actually, in those early years, I remember perhaps the disagreements, the the kind of friction would come over very small things because, and now I just think, why did, why did I get bothered about that? Why did I get irritated by that? Because it doesn't matter because the longer you work with a relationship, the, the, the kind of small things just get away. They, they, they disappear and you get to the real issues and the real foundational things of what really matters. So, um, yeah, in those early days, I, I look at some of the disagreements and I think, why, why was I bothered about that? But that's something that only time can do, spending time with someone and working through things and understanding really what is important. And I think that's that's the key. And, you know, for, for some of you might be thinking <clears throat> children and family as well. We had children quite early on in our marriage, uh, just before our second anniversary. And we had our daughter. And while that was difficult, but in terms of like we were only just getting used to being married, actually we learned around that. So, you know, children can and do help with that, but they are not the glue to the marriage they cannot be the thing that keeps you together or fixes Mm. it you have to have that relationship um apart from from them sorry to interrupt but just to let you know that in every episode gareth and leanne will be talking about the importance of getting a plan for your personal and professional life that's why they've developed the mvp plan When you develop your MVP plan, surprising opportunities and uncommon results follow. Visit thewinninglife.tv today to get access to your plan and the steps on how to use it. Let's head right back over to their episode. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's really important that we almost look for symptoms that maybe we've lost vision in a relationship. And I would say some of the symptoms... Uh, and we can all fall into these symptoms, you know, so it's not a case of kind of, you know, you, you nail it and you never have to watch out for these. They can creep in. And so one of the symptoms, I think, is if I look back at my behavior as you know, 50% of the partnership and really I just look and realize what I've been doing is just simply trying to show them a little bit of pr- appreciation from time mm. to time, just to keep them interested, just to keep them topped up with feeling okay and feeling good and i'm just trying to do you know what i mean by just keeping things ticking over like smoothing over smoothing it over and again this we we don't deal with issues we just paper over cracks we uh you know don't really invest there's a difference between you know topping up for instance like a bank account because the bills need paying and investing Mm, and and sometimes a, a marriage 
a partnership, um, a team, can be a case of just the, the those that are involved are just keeping it going. And that is a lack of vision. Mm, so that immediately is red light, lack of vision. And remember, without vision, people perish. You can put, you know, other things there, uh, you know, just to illustrate, without vision, a marriage mm. perishes. Without vision, a team perishes. Yeah. And so, you know, that's a, that's a, a, a warning sign immediately. Another warning sign is, you know, well, you know, I, I'll do, I'll give my best to that relationship when they give their best. Mm. You know, why should I bother if they're not bothering? I mean, it's quite childlike, time. actually, when you, <laughs> yeah. when you, um, but we all, we've we all, all done do it. it. Uh, but I'll it say is. sorry when they say sorry. Exactly. I'll, I'll be, I'll be appreciative when they're appreciative. You that's, know. that's a lack, uh, that's, that's allowing the immediate to override the ultimate. That mm. is a lack of vision. That's just maintenance mode. And so, you know, those are, I would say are some warning signs yeah. that that your relationship lacks vision and it lacks clarity over where you're going. Okay, so yeah. uh, Leah, let me ask you a question on mm. this. Um, what would you say, people that are listening right now, uh, people can do to really start to turn up the dial on that vision that's going to deal with the issues because again that's what a vision does it, it it actually in one sense it creates problems yeah, yeah yeah in order to produce the change required to get to the future that you want mm. so in your thinking what maybe what have been some of the things that you can think of that we've done that help to turn up that vision and clarify that future i think um i am extremely blessed in that i'm married to a visionary so you are somebody who, you know, pushes me in, not pushes me physically, yes. um, pushes me forward, <laughs> no, in pushes me into thinking about vision and planning. And I like planning, but vision is something that, that you know, doesn't always, I don't always think about it. So I'm extremely blessed that I've been, you know, with you and that you've encouraged me in that. So I think the times that, that I f feel we've, become closer is actually during conflict or confusion about something and we've come together and we've talked about it and we've we've kind of made a plan we've we've kept our eyes set on what what is ahead mm. you know come on you'll often say let's think about you know what's what's ahead keep keep your eyes on the the, the kind of end goal or the whatever it might be it could be just a, a, a small goal it could be the actual goal you know yeah. for 30 40 years time whatever and it's about doing that together now as as christians we've prayed together we have kind of gone away come back together we make a point of um have going out for a coffee we both love coffee uh, going out for a coffee to talk about vision and um it, it sounds quite we have planning days. We do. We have planning days. Which is based we, upon vision. Exactly. We go away and we, we talk, we incorporate our work, but also our personal life, our finances. We map it all out. We do that regularly. And that, for us, keeps us on track. Mm. Not just in a cold, mechanical way. Actually, I feel like I get closer to Gareth on those days. And after, you know, 23 years nearly of marriage, you think, oh, is that possible? Absolutely, because the, we are growing and developing. So the more we discover vision together, the more that I feel like I become closer to Gareth and, and vice versa. And I think there's something that that's kind of been batted around for 
um, years is the misuse of those verses that Paul shares um, when he talks about husbands love for your wives you know it's Christ of the church what's been misused is it's often just said well wives submit to your husband so there's this kind of one-sided thing that happens um, where we've just got to submit and obey and you know whatever and in the whole kind of narrative of, of lots of places across the world that is misused greatly where women are kind of mistreated but I love that in our marriage and how you've showed us that actually vision actually comes into that because when you love me as Christ loves the church let's not forget that Christ laid his life down for the church he actually died so you have to love me just as he loved the church but you do that sometimes when we have vision and we get you know work through things together there's been times when perhaps I haven't always seen it the same as you and you will always go you know look I'm putting you first, you know, I'm not going to do anything unless you're not happy, etc. And that to me is huge because you haven't demanded, you haven't um, enforced something. It's a gentle encouragement that we will come to a decision together. Mm. And that, I think, is the best example of, of that. That mm. co- those kinds of verses that, that I can think of with us. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. And I think, you know, let me read those verses to you. Mm. And let me just pick out a couple of things. Um, as we kind of come into the last lap of of this conversation, and it is, as I said, it's a huge conversation. We'll so we'll only we will come back to it, and I think we're going to be doing something, an event, hopefully for people that are married or getting married, and uh, and we'll let you know about that very very soon. But um, it says this, and Paul talks about this in two of his letters. But in the letter to uh, the church at Ephesus, he says, "Husband, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her." So immediately, the first verse that he mentions here is putting a huge demand on the man. Mm. Husbands, love yeah. your wives just as Christ loved the church. Well, what did Christ do for the church? Well, he gave himself up for the church. Okay, And of course, the church in the New Testament is represented as the bride. So the, the groom, Christ, laid his life down for the bride, the church, and and that level of sacrifice mm. is what is required. So yeah. just bring that into the relevance of what we're talking about here. How should I build my relationship? Well, I give to my relationship, not based upon what the other person does for me. I don't do it just to keep it ticking over or to maintain it. I make a choice based upon an example set for me by... Christ Jesus, which is an agape act of love, which means, you know, filio love is, friendship love is a bit like 50-50 love. Um, Agape love is, well, I'm giving 100% regardless of the fact if I get 1% back. Mm. It's not I will give based upon what I'm given. And so the, the demand on the man is like you give everything, okay? So that's important because then, of course, as Leanna's mentioned, um, it goes on to say, uh, in the same way, verse 28, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He loves his wife uh, as he loves himself. And then he goes on to talk about in Colossians 3, wives submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. The thing is, what ha- often happens is people pick that wives mm. submit to your husbands and think that that is the biblical uh, a, a biblical account of of marriage it you know those words are there 
But if you don't get the context and you place that on the backdrop of an imperfect of imperfect humans, then you can understand why people think it's not right. Mm. For instance, if I am a dominating man and I am not loving you mm. and and I am saying submit to me, then of course that looks wrong. It yeah. sounds wrong. It is wrong. You know, uh, you can't demand submission. You give submission. And again, that's so important because that is looked through the lens yeah. of you're demanding something. No, no, you don't demand submission. In the Godhead, and we, we haven't got time to jump into this, but in uh, in God is three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, three in one. Mind-blowing, I know, but essentially all three persons mutually submit mm. to one another. This is at the highest level. This is at perfection, not imperfection, that actually... That level of unity of three becoming one is emulsified and created through mutual submission. Marriage is a representation of the Trinity. It yeah. is a representation of that incredible synergy, mm. unity, which produces incredible results. Yeah. I mean, look at the creation that we have. It is an incredible exactly. creation, and that is just one drop in the ocean of what yeah. God's ability is. But it comes out of that mutual submission and team, and so that's what marriage is to create. So I think it's really important that uh, every individual understands their role in submission. It's not that one submits and the other mm -hmm. dominates. No, 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 no. Uh, but, but there is a unique point of submission. My yeah. submission is to Christ and to Christ's example of what he did for the church. The wife submits to the husband um, from that unique role and position. But if the husband isn't submitting to Christ, that's where the problems yeah, come. Exactly. That's where the issues come. Yeah. So anyway, this is a huge subject. But I think if we could land it here and just ask a question that, you know, you may be listening to this and you may be thinking, oh, my word, I'm not, I'm not a Christian. I don't understand this. Again, it's really important that we present this to you because there is a greater truth than you realize mm -hmm. right now that is, sh it, that, that is ready to shape your world and your life yeah. in the most incredible and powerful way. And I, I, I encourage you to get curious about that truth. Yeah, good. But also, I think the question that we could all take away, if we're followers of Christ or not, is this. What am I going to do to build my relationship going forward? Good. Am I going to maintain it or am I going to commit 100% and give what is right to give to this regardless of what the other person does? What do you think, Leanne? Absolutely, definitely. And I think to take that one step further is to, you know, when you've made that commitment to actually then work on vision together, mm. you know, that like we said, take some time out. Maybe if, if you're the only one listening to this, show this to your, your other half and say, hey, come on, what, what, things do we need to plan and put in together in order to build our relationship I like what you said earlier about it's not about maintaining or managing it's investing I don't want it just to sit there mm. and be rotting away in the corner we've got to look after it if you want something to grow and to be reach its full potential you need to tend to it um so yeah th those kinds of things are the things that I would suggest fantastic and of course the MVP plan once again a plan focuses the minds on vision, on teamwork, on who's going to do what and why. These are all key questions. Remember, there is more in you. There's more in your relationship than you realize. And uh, we want to help draw that out. Until next time, take care. Bye. We 
really hope that you enjoyed that episode. And if you enjoyed it, please go and subscribe over on all of our channels on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, and not forgetting your favorite podcast platform. And if you head over to thewinninglife.tv, you'll be able to find all the resources available to you. Gareth has written several books which will help you on your discovery to building stronger and better lives. Come and join us for the next episode.